Welcome to the Encore Entrepreneur Show, where we break through the online noise, trends, and all those fleeting tactics to bring you business guidance that stands the test of time, has been proven to work, and gives you real-world results so that your entrepreneurial journey is as successful as possible. We believe in building businesses from the inside out using values and validation. Learn how to put values and validation to work in your business by joining our free workshop at EncoreEmpire.com forward slash validate. I'm Deidre Harder, a CPA and business strategist. And I'm Carmen Reed Gilkison, a whole person certified coach and business strategist. We're your guides on the side and hosts of the Encore Entrepreneur Show. Let's get started. Entrepreneurs are driven people. We're ambitious. And for the most part, we don't have a problem figuring out what to do next. Our problem lies in figuring out the right thing to do next. That's right. You know, and I know this is true for me. And what I found is that entrepreneurs in general, they've been conditioned, we've all been conditioned to work really hard. Um, and that's part of our DNA as entrepreneurs. And it's part of what leads to our success. But what it also leads to oftentimes is adding too much to our plate. You know, and when you've had to bootstrap a business or grow it from the ground up, you're a doer. And we're here to remind you that you don't need to remain in that state. It may have served you in the very beginning, but you can't stay in that state of doing all the things forever. We chose this topic because we see lack of focus as the biggest stumbling block to success. The more you do, the less effective you are at doing it. Focusing on one thing at a time allows you to master that thing. Now, focus equals simplicity when you focus on one thing at a time. Now, I know this could sound counterintuitive, right? Because as entrepreneurs, and especially if you are a solopreneur or you started out as a solopreneur, you are doing all the things. You're wearing all the hats. You, you're, you filled every role in the company. But as you begin to grow and, and even for growth, it's really important to think of how simple can you make things. We Sometimes we just overcomplicate things. We think if it's more complicated, it's going to work better, but that is not necessarily the case. The other part is that we try to do everything at once. We get, we're passionate. We, we have this drive, this desire, and this fire inside of us. And so we want to do everything and we want to do it yesterday. So uh, one way to avoid getting into that cycle and burning yourself out is to use seasons instead of trying to do everything at once. And I've been using seasons for a really long time. I learned this concept when I had burnt myself out in my business. So a season simply means and a season can last anywhere from one month to a quarter, you know, a quarter of the year to a whole year. But usually these shorter seasons work well in this in this instance. And what it is, is you're you're saying, I am going to focus on this one thing. You're kind of putting the blinders on and this is going to be your focus. And you're going to focus on that and you're going to either eliminate or delegate or just put things off to the side what it really means is it means it means either saying no to the new thing that pops up 
or the new opportunity or saying, no, not right now, because you're right now in a season of focus that you've predetermined is the most important thing for you to be doing right now. And Carmen, what do you, um, how do you see focus as being simple? Well, it's definitely, it is focus equals simplicity, right? And it's just like what you said, Deidre, when you focus at one thing at a time. So we like to think that we can multitask, we could do all the things. And I think it's really important the way that we let in with this and what Deidre, what you were talking about before, when we do start our business and we're excited, we have passion, we're doing every single thing in the business before we're able to hire out or get help. And so you get used to having all these pots on the stove. We can use that analogy, right? And you're, my gosh, this one's boiling over. I have to look at this one. I've got to stir over here. I got to do this. You always have to be doing all this stuff. And that becomes, it turns into a pattern. And then we apply that pattern to what we're doing in our business going forward, even when we don't have to. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. And I love the season analogy. And I too have used it because if you look at all the things you want to do that you want to get accomplished, you may have, you know, 10 big goals for your business, but you can't do all 10 things right now. So it helps to calm that that feeling inside of, I want to do it, I want to do it, I want to do it. When you're able to say, okay, well, Q1 of this year, I'm going to focus on this. When you look at your goals too, like you look at what mastering this one thing Will that help you with the next thing? You know, it it works the best when you can lead when things build upon each other. So Q1, let's say you're, you're focusing on one thing and maybe it's about communication, right? Maybe it's copywriting. Maybe it's your podcast. Maybe it's your videos. It's however you want to communicate with your audience. And maybe Q2 is about sales. And so communicating and getting good at that is going to help you with your sales. And so you work at what the thing is one thing at a time, then you master it, you get, you reach a new level of mastery on each thing. And pretty soon they work together beautifully and you can accomplish all those things, but you didn't try to do them all at one time, which would have been a big disaster. You know, when people practice, when they don't practice focus, they run around with their hair on fire because they're doing a thousand things poorly and it makes them cry, you know? And we see that a lot with uh, with people as we're working in through our industry, when people are saying, this just isn't working, I've been trying all these things. It's because you've been trying too many things. So we we really believe that focus equals simplicity when you focus on one thing at a time. The next thing that we think is very important, and Deidre, I want to hear about this from you as well, where you focus matters, right? So when we look at focus, we're looking at focus in a couple different ways. How many things are you focusing on? But where are you also focusing? And what I mean by that is, are you focusing on what you think people want or what they actually want? Are you focusing on what's easy for you instead of what serves your audience? Sometimes fear comes up and it says, I don't want to, you know, be live on video. So I'm going to make it, I'm going to do what I know how to do. And that is I'm going to just post and I'm not going to get live on video because that's too hard for me. Well, what if your audience requires you or they, maybe they don't require it, but they respond so much better to you being live on video. Then you're letting your fear put your focus on something that isn't going to serve you. What are your thoughts on that, Deidre? 
Yeah, I, I've seen this a lot, um, especially when it comes to focusing what we think people want versus what they actually want. And this comes into play when we're looking at building courses, um, offering services, um, and sometimes even the products that we're selling. We have this idea in our mind and maybe we've talked to a person or two and they gave us some ideas. So we think we have enough to go forward and we spend our focus building this thing, you know, or creating this thing, you know, because creation is fun and it's safe, right? Because it's just you, you're in your head. And so a lot of times I think it's avoidance. I think that's where our focus gets gets split or we're focusing on the wrong things because we're avoiding doing something that we're not comfortable with. And in order to know what it is that your audience wants, you have to validate that. You have to actually talk to them. You have to do the research. You need to have conversations with people. You need to be looking at metrics on things that you post. What kind of engagement are you getting? How many people are opening the email that you sent? You're testing this message versus that message. Those kinds of things are not as fun <laughs> and sometimes not as creative as you know, building a new program or, you know, creating this course over here, or I'm going to offer this brand new service over here. So we get in that creation mode and that avoids doing some of the things that we really don't want to do. And that's where we get into trouble because we're not focusing on what matters. What matters is really dialing it in, understanding what our clients really want and need from us, and then delivering it in a way and communicating in a way that reaches them. And so when it doesn't match up or we get fear or, you know, all these things come up for us, then we kind of hide behind doing all the things. That's such a good point. I think avoidance, fear, hiding, and we trick ourselves into thinking that we are doing the work in our business. Like someone who's in that mode will say, oh no, a hundred percent. I'm working on my business here. I'm doing what I need to do. But have they looked at it through the lens of what is the most impactful thing? Is this activity going to move your business forward? And another thing that I know we're going to talk about here in a second is, you know, creating all these things. You don't need to create all those things. So let's get into that one, Deidre, because I think that's the big thing. And that gets back to that whole creation. We all think creation is great because it feels good. You know, it's kind of like the dopamine hit. It feels good to create something, the pretty graphics, the words, the whatever. And so you're looking at it going, you get that instant gratification of going from nothing to what you just created. And so you think it's great. And then, but you haven't even taken into consideration everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost a vicious cycle. You know, we think that, you know, we create something, but maybe we didn't do the validation piece and we get all excited about it. We put it out there and then we're, it's like crickets, right? You're not getting anywhere with it or people are not coming to you, you know, beating down your door because this thing that you're so proud of that you just created and, and all that it is, is it's because some piece of that was missing, some part of the strategy. It doesn't mean that what you built is wrong, but it means that you were so focused on that that you weren't getting feedback along the way. And so everyone thinks they need to do more so they're like, well, that didn't work. You know, they give it, you know, two seconds and then they're off to the next thing. Well, that didn't work. So I'm going to build this other thing. And so it becomes this vicious cycle. But when you get this concept that 
you need to do way less. First of all, to alleviate stress, <laughs> you know, and it's going, you will get the win. It may not be, you know, the finishing of this beautiful graphic that you just created, but you're going to get the win in the results that you're going to create. Mm-hmm. And part of this is determining what is your one big thing. You can't have five main things. Now, we are all multi talented, we're multi passionate. Um, We can all provide services or courses or products that can serve all different kinds of audiences. That's how entrepreneurs are. We don't have one thing we can do, but the trick is you've got to determine what's your one big thing that you're going to focus on and that you're going to build out and optimize. And this is, you know, your offer, you know, your program or your service, because Not only is it about branding and becoming known for something, it's about really getting that thing nailed down. That's true. I mean, when we don't give something enough time, and a lot of times people think, well, I'm going to run this program and or I'm going to do this workshop or I'm going to do this webinar and they do it and they go, well, that didn't really give me the results that I wanted. So I'm going to just do something else now. And that's where you split your your focus, you split your impact, you split your your everything because you haven't given it enough time and you're going you're jumping from thing to thing to thing. You just you can't get the impact that way. You know, and you don't you can't put an addition on your house that isn't built yet. By doing one thing, you are building that and you're mastering it as Deirdre mentioned, you know, and, and you wouldn't you wouldn't add your guest house onto your house that you haven't even built yet. And once you build it and once you have optimized it, then the things naturally come to you through bringing it out into the world, through getting feedback, through seeing how your clients are interacting with it that tell you what your next thing should be. So it's not like you can... We think that if we can think it all out and build it all out, then we're done. But but it's not because then you're just missing out on what the optimization you could achieve if you did focus in the first place. And, you know, one of the things that I like to think about when it comes to business models and, you know, I'm all for multiple income streams and that's what we teach our clients to do um, and diversification but you can, you know, sometimes we we go there first before we've built out the one main thing. And I like to call all the other things bolt-ons. So you have your main business, your, your one big thing, your main offer, and then we can bolt things onto it. And those can provide additional income streams. And you can have one main conversion, one way that you're converting leads into clients or customers, and then you can bolt things on. So it's not like you can never do other things, but what we're saying is you've got to have the one big thing. It's got to be the one big offer and the one big way of converting those people and and the one main marketing way, you know, plan that you have. Like those, you've got to establish the, the nucleus of it all and the foundation as you will, before we start adding those additions on, just like Carmen said about the house, you know, you have to have the house built before you can start adding additions onto it. And it's exactly the same way in your business. Well, and it's almost like watching an addiction happen when we say, <laughs> we, we coach our clients to 
focus on one thing, you can almost see them get kind of jittery about it because no one's used to doing that. You know, we're all used to doing all these different things. It's really a different mindset shift to say, you don't have to worry about all that other stuff now. It will come. And a lot of times they're afraid that we're saying that your one big thing means your only thing. And that is so far from the truth, as you just mentioned, Deidre. And I think it's important though, that your one big thing, your one main thing becomes that. And that's what you become known for. And then you can add the other things on. So it's super important for people to understand the concept of that, that we're talking about mastery here. And it's, it's, it is branding. You know, you referred to branding before, and that's another good point to this is that when you're doing so many different things, you don't get known for something, right? When you have your one big thing, what is your ultimate offer? Why did you start your business in the first place? What is it the main or the, the ultimate thing that someone would get if they worked with you? That's your one big thing. That's what you should focus on. And then forget about the other stuff until that is mastered. So we also want to say that focus in and of itself isn't enough. You need a strategy to know what to focus on and what fits with your business. So that's where we come in. We're committed to helping women put the right strategies in place. And we provide tips and training every week in our free Facebook group, the Empire of Unstoppable Women, and we would love to see you there. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Encore Entrepreneur. Can you do us a favor? It will help us if you would subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the real talk about how to be successful without compromising your values. And we need your help to spread the word.